4A sectional, three at Laporte. Culver Academies versus Riley to open things up. Uh, Culver Academies, of course, moving up to Class 4A this year after spending the last several seasons in 3A and really dominating imagine, things. Can you down imagine there. if we put, Culver was still in that uh, <laughs> that 3A sectional at Jimtown with Washington, St. Joseph, and uh, Marion? Wow. wow, that would be okay. that would be pretty unbelievable. That's another sectional. We'll get back to Laporte here. And you know what would have happened? They probably would have had St. Joe versus Culver in the first <laughs> yeah. round, and Clay still would have gotten the bye with Jimtown Glen on the bottom. Never mind. All right, uh, the Wednesday. First round games in Michigan City versus Laporte and Adams versus Mishawaka. And then on Friday, the CMA Riley winner will play Plymouth. Plymouth just 6-15 and 15, is the lone team to get the bye in that sectional. Coach, uh, with the exception of Plymouth getting the bye, uh, this is a pretty balanced sectional. They do have Adams and Culver Academy separated. Um, it's a pretty good sectional and, and a lot of intriguing matchups next week. And by the way, Adams, again, looking like they're going to win the NIC outright championship with a win over uh, New Prairie here tonight. Well, I tell you, you know, Adams and, I, and Culver have to be the favors with favorites. Michigan City probably uh, in third, right off the mark there a little bit. But I'll tell you, Adams and Mishawaka, I find intriguing. A Ron Aklinski coach, Mishawaka team, is going to be a tough out. They're well coached. They're tournament, they will be tournament ready under Ron. Yes, Adams would be the strong favorite, I think. But uh, it's one they just can't go out there, roll the balls out, and win that ball game. Uh, Culver against Riley. Culver defeated Riley earlier in the season by double digits. So uh, that was at Culver in a tournament that they had right at Christmas time. So, uh, you know, Culver and Adams, I think, it would be a great matchup in the championship game. Uh, I'll tell you what, maybe I'm biased because maybe I saw Culver Academies play one of their best games of the season. The only one we saw when, when they played uh, St. Joe, but they, I mean, the, the final score was not indicative of right. how much Culver Academies dominated that game. They were ahead by 15-plus right. for 85% of the game against a very good St. Joe team. So maybe I'm colored in that and knowing how well St. Joe was down to the wire and almost even with Adams. Uh, I got to feel Culver Academies is the favorite in the team to beat in that section. Well, I, I will agree with you, but I tell you, Adams has that quickness, and they're quick all the way around, and they uh, battle, play great defense. And uh, hey, if uh, Columbus gets a little bit hot from the three-point range, why, hey, other things could happen. But uh, yes, I would have to agree with you going with the Eagles of Culver Military. My favorite sectional in boys basketball is the one at Northside Gym. I don't know if it's because it's at Northside it's Gym, true. which is such a great place for a sectional, or because always craziness ensues in this sectional, but it always seems to. Uh, at sectional four in class 4A at Northside Gym. On Tuesday, Northridge is the sectional favorite. They will take on Concord heavy favorites. Concord has just yeah. one win on the season. And then on Wednesday, Penn versus Central, both teams sub-500. Uh, the second game is Goshen, 500 team, versus Warsaw, 500 team. And then Memorial, the lone team to get a bye. They will face the winner of Northridge and Concord, likely Northridge, in Friday's semifinals. This one screams Northridge is the favorite. But again, you never know in this sectional. Uh, any other team you think can kind of be the one that makes a run here? 
Well, you know, you, you look at Central and you look at Memorial, it's home court advantage for those yes. two schools, playing at the place where they play all their home games. But uh, it, it's hard to argue uh, going against Northridge. Saw them play the very first game of the se their season. They defeated Riley by, I think it was five or seven points, something like that. But uh, they really had uh, a well-balanced team, some good outside shooters, and Smith had a good big man inside who just really battled and battled hard. But, yeah, I agree. You used the word screams Northridge. I agree with that. It's screaming for Northridge for the Raiders. Now, to your point about the home court advantage, and, again, Marion and Central will merge next year. This is the last chance for Central Memorial to make a mark. I, I, I would not be surprised if Memorial upset Northridge in that semifinal and, and then somehow won the sectional. That's the type of thing that seems to happen in that oh, sectional. Yeah. Yes, and, it does. And I wouldn't be surprised if that were to happen. And I'll tell you, we haven't talked about two traditional powerhouses in that sectional, Penn and Warsaw. You know, they're teams that uh, they're not an easy out. I know Warsaw is struggling a little bit and uh, having some difficulties. Uh, we know Penn the same way, matter of fact. They, they lost to Jimtown last Tuesday, which really surprised me. They lost by 11 points to Jimtown. I think Dirt only had four points, but hey, they're also very capable because of, uh, you know, they, they are tournament wise at those two schools. All right, uh, Class 3A, let's go to the sectional 19 at Jimtown. And, again, we are at halftime here between Marion and Washington, 26-25. Marion leads by one. They have just completed homecoming duties. The 10-minute <laughs> clock has not even started yeah, yeah. here at uh, – at Washington, so uh, certainly we are in a bit of a delay uh, for <laughs> a the start, delay. Of, uh, start <laughs> of the third quarter. But again, gives us an opportunity to go through these sectionals. And sectional 19 at Jimtown, again, Marion and Washington playing each other here tonight. They'll be the opening game of the sectional Tuesday night at 6 p.m. at Jimtown. Uh, we will broadcast the game right here on Redeemer Radio 95.7. The second game on Tuesday will be Glenn and Jimtown, two very evenly matched teams. And then on Friday, Marion, Washington, the winner will face St. Joe, and the other semifinal will be Clay versus the Glen Jimtown winner. Coach, I know you're <laughs> biased in this one, but uh, give us your thoughts on this sectional. Well, I tell you, we've talked about this at length ever since the, uh, the draw came out, and uh, I tell you, you've got three just real powerhouse teams. And again, as we look at it, we know that Washington defeated St. Joseph's. We know that right now it's a one-point game here at halftime with Washington and Marion. So we know that Washington is very capable because they've, well, more than capable. And I think they're, they're going to be an awful tough one. But the same is true with Marion. So I think that, uh, you know, how do you call it? I, I really don't know. Yes, I, uh, you'd hope that uh, Marion can come around and uh, we can be doing uh, Holy War sectional style. I would say that just because they don't, of the big three, St. Joe has the bye, so they're automatically in the semifinals. You'd have to say they're probably the favorite because of that, and they'll have that Avenger factor on their side because they lost to both Marion and Washington, but certainly capable of beating both of those teams. Oh, and, yeah. And then on the bottom half, you cannot by any means rule out Jimtown. Playing on their home court, they're a very good team. And for that matter, you cannot John. rule out John Glenn. They played good basketball. But I think if Jimtown 
does beat Glenn, uh, they would obviously be the favorite against Clay. If they go into Saturday night as the section in the sectional final on their home oh, court, court facing a Marion or Washington team, perhaps that had two dogfight oh, games. That could be a big advantage for Jimtown. Oh, I'll tell you, I think it really is. And I think, you know, uh, Washington, Marion, and uh, St. Joseph are going to be in a dogfight of who can get out of there. And I think that if, uh, for you know, Jimtown, they'll play on Tuesday, and then I know they would play Clay again on Friday, which they should be the heavy favorites, matter of fact. So, you know, sometimes stranger things can happen, and uh, this is not, and I don't mean to be sarcastic on this, but this is not your normal Jimtown team. This is a very good Jimtown team. Absolutely. Uh, the winner of sectional 19 will face the winner of sectional 18 from Hanover Central, uh, and that, you know, that sectional is kind of up for grabs really when when you look at it um well i've read good things about hanover central you know they've off to it they have their 20 and 2 their season is now over and uh, a lot of people say good things again i have not seen them play it's a one of those schools that is growing by leaps and bounds they won't be in 3a long they'll be up in 4a real quick uh, a lot of talk about them getting into the Duneland, matter of fact, because it is such a rapidly growing school. I would have to say they probably would be a heavy favorite in there at the, and also playing on their home court. You know, I am uh, wouldn't be surprised if New Prairie won that section. New Prairie, they have not had a good record in the NIC, but they've done very well outside of the NIC, and... This is a sectional outside of the NIC. They've played mostly against teams that are, are, are bigger than them, and I think that could be an advantage for them now in the postseason, especially when you look at, hey, he, he's a football player first, yeah. but they got a gamer of all gamers in Chase Ketterer on that oh, team. Oh, they, they certainly do. And their defense in the conference now is second lowest just to Marion. Marion has the best defensive average, but uh, right behind them, is New Prairie. So New Prairie's playing good defense under former St. Joe coach Mike Bauer. Okay, uh, 3A sectional at Northwood. We have Tippy Valley versus Lakeland on Tuesday. It's only a five-team sectional. Uh, West Noble then will face uh, Northwood on Friday with Wabasee facing the Tippy Valley-Lakeland winner. This one, uh, Northwood's the favorite. Wabasee certainly capable. Um, but I think we're, we're, we're looking at a potential northwood uh, uh sectional title game, and you have to give Northwood the favorite being on their home floor as well. I think Northwood is a heavy favorite in that uh, sectional. All right, now, Anj, you want to do, you know, we talked about seeding. You know, uh, how can we have such unfair, this, the, all right, the Northwood sectional. Northwood's going to. I'll make a bet right now. You Northwood's going to win it. You wanna, well, why saying, do we have? Why do we have one? Te- you know, one wi- a team with only one team in the sectional with a winning record. Same way at uh, Hanover Central, and then you got five teams I, in Jimtown. Uh, now, uh, isn't that a little bit? Uh, yes, unfair. But here's Shouldn't the thing: we balance the table. But a here's the bit? thing: I agree. But the only problem with that is that you we got to still have these games being played somewhat locally, and. If St. Joe and when St. Joe and Marion and Washington play on Tuesday and Friday, and then the sectional final on Saturday, they're going to be well attended games, just like we have That'll here tonight—a well attended game. 
if they're playing Hanover Central out at Knox, it's not going to be that well attended from the St. Joe, Marion, or Washington side. Oh, and that's very true. We, we very have to true. keep that in consideration, I'm... especially during the week. Because the sectionals are during the week. Oh. Once we get the regionals, it's on Saturday. You can travel a little bit yeah. more. And that's a little complaint about uh, you know class basketball. Sometimes you have two-way schools, for example, that are you know 75 miles apart, but they're the cl- they're the only two-way school yes. in the area. Just like we have uh, right now in, in two-way. Laville is traveling to Westview, which is not a short trip. I think I got. Did I have that right? No, Laville's no. actually going to North Judson this North year. North Judson. They have oh, been going to Westview for a been long going time. To Westview. Yeah, those are uh, long trips sometimes, but just because again, but they're the closest team geographically. Uh, by the way, St. Joe leading Mishawaka 27-25 at halftime. Indians led by Will Terry, who has 10 points. All right, uh, real quick because now. Somehow we've had this really long halftime, and, and yet we've we've almost run out of time. Class 2A, sectional 34 at North Judson. I would think LaVille has to be the favorite in this one at 15-6. and six. Um, You know, very good team. They, they've done well. The thing that has held them back over the years is they've been in the same sectional as Westview. And Westview is tough out. So, as they say, very fortunate. To maybe to where they were able to change sectionals and i think they would have to be the favorite at north judson 2a sectional 35 at westview you got two of the best teams in the sectional probably the two best teams in the sectional facing off each other in the first game that's prairie heights and westview uh just a handful of losses between them central noble also very good um they've had uh 18 plus wins this season so um this is a very good sectional as well and fairfield um, has really come on in the second yep. half of the season under Randy Deshone, um in his first, I believe first, first or second year? Second year? Maybe second year. Maybe now. second. Um, but but uh, Randy getting his system in now, and I think that's important. Randy plays a real ball control game. He likes those scores 39 to 36. That's when uh, Fairfield is at their best. So I think he likes that, but they're starting to come. All right, and the 2A sectional, 37 at Winnemac. Cass probably the favorite in that one. Wouldn't rule out Rochester as well. Class 1A sectional, 50 at Triton. Uh, You know, always a toss-up down there, and and who knows what will happen. Um, But, you know, with Triton playing West Central, Culver Community versus Argus, and, and then also you got lacrosse and Oregon Davis. All right.